Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All righty, gang. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we go. Your saltwater guide with another great show for you today. Thank you very much for waiting till 6 o'clock tonight. I am fired up and ready to go. We're going to have a good show for you tonight. I want to thank everybody from uh, Spotify, Apple, Megaphone, listening to the podcast as you're cruising home from work or wherever you're cruising to. I want to thank everybody for all that. And uh, thank you very, very much, everybody, for all the views and all the comments and every single thing that you do to make your saltwater guide successful. I want to thank everybody. And uh, we're going to get going in just a few minutes here. We got a few more people jumping in here. It should be a good show tonight. We got lots to talk about. We got a couple of a couple of our guides joining us tonight. Justin and uh, Sonny are going to join us at about 620. And they're going to talk about all the things they've been doing and all the things they've been seeing out there on the water, why they've been doing the guide things. They've both been very, very busy with the guide service. So they're going to talk about that and let you know what they've been seeing and what they've been catching and what they've been hearing about. And oh my gosh, there's just so much going on. And this weekend's game plan is going to be packed with all kinds of great things. And uh, what I want to talk about first and foremost is... uh, There is a big, there's a big, big dinner coming up at a, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, There's a big dinner coming up at a SeaWorld Hub Center for uh, the Anthony Shea. Conservation Award given to uh, Bill Shedd. It's going to be a big, big night. And uh, I want to tell you all about it because it's kind of a big deal. And Kelly and I are going to be there. We have a table at this event. And we're going to be there. And we're going to be selling tickets to join us for this great dinner at uh, Hub's Research Center is where it's going to start. And then it's going to end over at SeaWorld at the pavilion there. I guess we're going to jump on uh we're going to all show up at the hubs research center there on the SeaWorld property and from there we're going to get on the baskets i guess and then we're going to go over to SeaWorld after hours and then we're going to celebrate bill shed and he's going to be winning he's going to be receiving the anthony shea conservation award and This is part of CCA California. This is a great big fundraiser for CCA California. We had Wayne Coda on the show a few weeks ago. We talked about how important it is for us to get as many funds together as we can to fight all the things that they're coming at us with, all the different closures. And when Doug Lasko from uh, Akuma asked me if I would be He is the president of Akuma, and he asked me if I would be interested in bringing my wife up and joining this and sponsoring a table and are you having a table where you guys can come and have dinner with Kelly Girl and I? I was like, yeah, I'm in. Support CCA, support Bill Shedd. I'm in 100%. So we're going to start selling the tickets tomorrow on the show. So make sure everybody knows we'll have a QR code, you can go directly to that and you can pick up your tickets to join us. I'm going to let you know it's $175 per person. And then there's going to be a bunch of silent auction stuff. There's going to be a bunch of auctioned off stuff. There's going to be all kinds of stuff and all the money and all the proceeds and everything at the at this uh, dinner is going to be for CCA. And also you're going to get to see Bill Shedd be presented the Anthony Shea Conservation Award for a lifetime of conservation. He has been on the forefront. He has been a part of this since the very beginning, Bill Shedd. 
His father started SeaWorld. Those of you that don't know, you can go over to my website, Your Saltwater Guide. I have a phenomenal interview with Bill. We did it about six years ago over at AFCO. He's the owner of AFCO, him and his family. And uh, we had a great interview with Bill. And we got to talk to him all about how SeaWorld got started, how he got started, how his father, Milton Shedd, started the SeaWorld deal. Why did he start SeaWorld? And what was it all about in the very beginning? And why did they bring in the killer whales and all the different things that he was a part of and that he brought in? his father, and it's a phenomenal interview. And if you haven't been over to my website and checked out the interview, what we're going to do is we're going to start to trickle the interview out across social media so you can start to see some of the highlights of it if you haven't been over to the website and seen the interview. But it's a phenomenal interview with Bill Shedd, and he is going to be uh, presented with the I want to make sure I say this right. The Anthony Shea Conservation Award, CCA's highest honor. My father was given this award a few years ago. I was in Florida. I was stuck over there working and I wasn't able to make it. So I'm, I have a soft spot in my heart for this award because it was given to my dad. Now I'm going to be there and I'm really honored to be a part of this. And I want to thank Doug and everybody over at Akuma for allowing Kelly Girl and I to be a part of this. And you're going to be able to have dinner with Kelly Girl and I. And you're going to get the th really cool thing about it. If you're a SeaWorld geek like I am, and if you're a Hubs research geek like I am, and you're going to get to see the grow out, the, the hatchery program for the halibut, the hatchery program for the sea bass, you're going to be in the building. I don't know if we're going to get a tour or not, but I bet you they're going to talk a lot about it. Then we're going to get to go over to SeaWorld after hours and have a nice dinner at the pavilion. And, and uh, Bill Shedd will be presented the award. Anthony Shea should be there. He's planning on being there. So that's cool, too. You're going to get to meet Anthony Shea. You're going to get to have dinner with Kelly Girl and I. And the tickets are only $175 per person. And then... If you can't wait till tomorrow when we start selling them, I guess you can go to the CCA website and buy them online there. But uh, if you do buy the tickets before I present the QR code tomorrow and bring it up on the show at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time tomorrow, if you have to get in front of everybody, make sure you get a seat at the table. You can go over to CCA right now and make sure you get a seat at the table and then just put YSWG. I want to be at your saltwater guides table. This thing just went live. I just found out about it two days ago. Kelly Girl and I already booked our tickets. We will be there and it's going to be insane. And then to see everybody that's going to be there to support CCA and support Kelly Girl and I, we are super excited. And then I am super excited just to go to SeaWorld and go to Hubs and meet everybody that's going to show up. There's going to be a lot of industry industry people there. There's going to be a lot of uh, big names in the sport fishing industry there. It's just going to be a fun, fun night. If you've ever wanted to be on the inside, this is your chance. And really, in the big scheme of things, if you think about it, if you stop for just one second and think about it, you're going to get to go to the Hubs Research Center for, a, I think it's a cocktail type party first. You know, I'll be drinking some water, but you guys can all do whatever you do. And then we're going to go from there over to SeaWorld after hours. I know we're not going to wander around, but we're going to the pavilion. We're going to be on the grounds and we're going to hang out. And then you're going to get to hear Aunt Anthony present Bill Shedd with this award. And you're going to get to hear, hear, hear Bill's story a little bit more. And if you haven't seen Bill's story over on my uh, website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. It is a phenomenal story and the story of his dad, Milton Shedd, and how they all got together and built SeaWorld and the, what the land cost at the time when they put SeaWorld together. When you find out what really is going, was going on at SeaWorld when the Shedd started it, you'll be blown away because it was all about conservation and it was all about research and it was all about education and finding out what these animals do in captivity, what they do in the wild. And, and, and it had no negative 
nothing negative was ever even, we never even thought there would be anything negative about the place because it was strictly set up as a research center. And uh, then I think it's important to see what's going on. And then I think it's important to support CCA. I talk about it every day. It's the only voice we have at the table, gang. If you think about it, every time we turn around, they're trying to close something. They're trying to close the bait. They don't want us using sardines. We're taking, they don't want us using bait. They don't want us catching rockfish. They don't want us catching calico bass. They don't want us catching sand bass. They closed down the salmon fishery in California, which is really ironic because they said when they said it, they closed down the salmon fish because there wasn't any water. Well, we just had the most water we've ever had in California. And now the salmon fishery is closed. Every time we turn around, they're closing something else. And I think it's important for us to have a voice at the table. That's why CCA is so important. And that's why this night's going to be so much fun to support CCA and come support the silent auction, support all the stuff that's going to be going on at this dinner. And then just to be in the same room with the, the uh, industry people and hanging out with Kelly girl and I and having a nice dinner. I think it's going to be an epic night. So you're going to want to get these tickets sooner than later. And when we go live with the QR code tomorrow, I think it's going to be a quick sell out of our table. We might have to, I was talking to Wayne before we went live here. We may have to add another table. We may have to add a second table because I don't know, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but we're getting 30 million views a month right now. I think a few people are listening to us. I know the industry is starting to pay attention because they're reaching out to us. So all that's because of all of you. All that's because of the live, the podcast we do Monday through Friday. It's because of the three videos I post every day. It's because of all the involvement from all of you. And I hear all the time, even the sport boats are talking about, hey, everyone's talking about, did you see Hanson's video that he posted this morning? Did you see Hanson's video he posted this afternoon? Oh my gosh, did you see Hanson's video? Oh my gosh. Yeah, the industry's talking about us, we're being noticed. Gang, I don't know anybody else in Southern California that's getting 30 million views a month. There might be, but we aren't seeing them. They, we don't see anybody in the industry get that many views. So we're blown away and I wanna thank you, Kelly and I, we just can't believe it. We just are absolutely blown away. And I know 90% of it's because of Kelly Girls. So we got a big shout out to Kelly Girls. She's been uh, instrumental in the whole building of your saltwater guide and the brand. So thank you very much, honey. Today, I'm all sunburned because today I went out fishing. You're very welcome, Kyle. I try to answer everybody as soon as I possibly can. Yeah. Yep. I fished today. I was out fishing today with one of our members, Bob and his good buddy. And uh, we went rooster fish fishing. It's very, very windy down here in Cabo right now. So we had to pick a little area where the wind wasn't blowing. And we went in there and we put together a good plan and we executed it. And we had our chances. We hooked, I think, four rooster fish. We ended up getting one nice rooster fish and a big needle fish. And we were back at the dock in time for a beautiful lunch. It was a great day on the water. And I got my good buddy Sonny joining us and my good buddy Justin joining us to tell us all about what they're seeing out on the water and what they, what they predict. And also, I want to tell you, gang, if you haven't had a chance to fish with Justin or Sonny, if you're up in the Channel Islands or you're down here in Southern California, Catalina or fishing that bluefin, you're in for a treat. And, but the big problem is after we had them on the show last month, they booked up the whole month of June. And if you're familiar with the Channel Islands, that whole Channel Islands thing is really about weather. So Sonny's got a bunch of people on his calendar. Justin's got a bunch of people on his calendar. We're going to bring them in here in a few minutes. They're both going to join the show. And while they're in here, they're going to tell you that they have some dates open in July. And that is to come with you on your boat and teach you how to fish on your boat. Both of these guys grew up in the sport fishing industry. They have a very, very good, good understanding of what's going on and how it all works. So you want to make sure you get on their calendar. If you're having any type of problems at all, or if you want to go up and learn the Channel Islands, holy mackerel, there's never been anybody that's offered to take you on 
your boat and teach you how to fish the Channel Islands. If you want to fish Catalina, once I left, there wasn't anybody. Justin's jumped in there. He's decided that he wants to do this. And so he's willing to go with you on your boat, teach you what he's learned. So without any further ado, I was going to bring him in at 20 past. But hey, they look like they're both set and they're ready to come in. So let's go. Let's bring in Sonny. Sonny, welcome to the show. And Justin, welcome to the show. So thank you guys. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. I'm really happy that you decided to join us. This is going to be fun. And uh, what we wanted, what we're going to do is we're going to start with uh, Sonny and we're going to just find out what's going on up at the Channel Islands. There's a bunch of people here that would love to go up there and learn, especially after the way you described it, that the place is magical. I had a lot of people tell me, oh, my God, I got to go see what this is all about. So. Sonny, tell us what you've been seeing up there, and then we'll jump in with Justin in a little bit. Yeah, for sure. How's it going, guys? How's everybody doing today? Uh, just a quick, quick little report here. Been busy, uh, very busy. Uh, Dave, Captain Dave, there blessed me after our last little podcast there, and kept me busy for all month of June here, pretty much, and uh, last month and everything. So it's it's been real nice. I appreciate everybody reaching out, and uh, it's been. Uh, it's been real heartwarming. I appreciate it. It means a lot. It keeps me busy. keeps me going. So keeps my eyes out on the water. It's, that's why I love doing it. But pretty much quick little recap of what's been going on. Uh, our sea bass, our typical sea bass season, started off pretty well. We all had high hopes that stuff would uh, stick around with us and, and, and settle in on the, the normal bait grounds. We had a big south swell come in and uh, kind of push that stuff around, at least the sea bass. And... Uh, the outer island stuff isn't as dialed in as it normally is for us this time of year. There's a lot of fish around, just uh, it hasn't settled in in one particular spot. Um, but what the lack of the sea bass bite has been has been really good for some big home guard yellowtail lately. Uh, it hasn't been wide open by any means, but uh, some really good size yellowtail uh, caught on squid, live squid, and uh, also sardine as well. So that's been fun. The halibut fishing has been keeping everyone busy while we're waiting for the sea bass to kind of figure themselves out. Um, like I said, the sea bass has been really funky. You get like an hour of bite and you got to be at the right spot at the right time. And it's like playing chess with these things. It hasn't settled in to where we can go, hey, we're going here. This is where the bait is. We're going to go bend the boat as soon as we get there. It just hasn't been that way for sea bass. But the yellowtail bite's picking up, which has been fun. Halibut bite's picking up. Um uh, not picking up, I'm sorry, but it's, it's staying pretty steady here. So rockfish, everything's still on tap like that. Bass, we kind of don't focus on that stuff till uh, a little after July. Um, but we're hoping the sea bass stuff settles in. But all in all, it's been really fun fishing still. And uh, like I said, the Grady Yellowtail is trophy size yellowtail, anywhere from 30 to 40 pounds. And it's, it's like 14 miles from the beach. So that's considered considered our local grounds from Channel Islands Harbor. Um, a lot of fun up the beach as well. Santa Barbara took a family up there and they wanted to do some lure casting and some stuff like that. So did some barracuda fishing. It was wide open there for barracuda. Uh, the family had a great time. I had a great time. I like barracuda fishing on the iron. So um, we had a great time, but all in all fishing has been great. Been staying busy. Weather's been pretty good. Um, only had to, uh, cancel a couple trips and move a couple trips around um but for the most part uh fishing and weather's been fun up here that's pretty much the report that's been uh, going down up here in my neck of the woods so on your trips when you're up there fishing when people hire you and you go with them on their boats what what can they expect and what do you what do you want to see from the guys when they call are they the group, when they call you up and they say, hey, Sonny, you want to come and go with us on our fish, on our boat and fish with us and show us what's going on at the island? That's what you're talking about, right? That's what you'll do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So pretty much when you guys give me a call here, um, I always give you the option. I give you the report, the exact on the water report um, as I fished it and throughout the networking that I got. I give you on the water report and then I kind of give you an option on what you want to do. Uh, Get the feel with what you have, rods and reel-wise, uh, tackle-wise, stuff like that. If there's anything you don't have, um, 
I have plenty of it, plenty of extras that we can use. But yeah, I usually, everyone's different. You know, some people want to just stay local and have, have more fishing time. Um, some people want to go to that outer islands and make bait. It just depends. Uh, I've had a lot of different ones. We've had some bait making trips where I'm teaching people uh, specifically how to make that squid. We've had a lot of success with that. Um, that's been cool. I've been, been a good time sh- watching people figure it out, you know, from, from snagging it to, to lighten it and stuff like that. So um, there's a lot of stuff uh, that I'll teach you up here. You know, currents, it's huge for us. That, that condition is huge for us. Time of day things, huge for us. I'm, I'm going to teach you all that. Um, get your boat set up. Get all your electronics set up correctly if you have any questions with that. Um, you know, I'm cleaning the fish for you at the end of the day. I can show you how to do that, give you a tutorial of that. Um, pretty much whatever you need. I tailor it to whatever you want to do. Every trip's different. Uh, a lot of a lot of people, when they call me right now, they're wanting that sea bass. You know, that's just, that's why a lot of people come up here. And we've had a couple shots at it, but nothing super steady as far as that sea bass. But um, I can teach you exactly how to fish them. So when that stuff does settle in, you're ready to roll. So either way, you're, if we're not on them and catching them and bending the rod, you're, you're going to learn either way when that stuff does settle in you can go out there with that knowledge either way and use that to catch yourself you know that trophy sea bass if it doesn't work out condition wise for us that day and then there's people that didn't see the show a month and a half ago they don't know what's going on they don't know why i have this guy on here telling them that you can show them how to fish the channel islands just real quick give them a little background to who you are so that they may want to go oh wait a minute there is a reason why Sonny's a part of this gang. Like I've told everybody since I started this whole thing, I will never let you down and I will never send you out with someone who's a booger eater. Sonny's by far got that Dave Hansen type of attitude. He, he knows he got to fish with me on the old wild and sack. The minute I met him, I was like, this guy's got it. He's got this. He's got it. And then he took that and he went and he, Ran sport boats up there in the Channel Islands. He's done it all. He's commercial fished. He's done every aspect you can possibly imagine, gang. There is no reason why you wouldn't want him. But just give him a tiny background because then we're going to jump into Justin. Yeah, I mean, you you kind of briefly tapped into everything. Started commercial fishing uh, whenever from swordfish to bluefin, yellowfin, luvar, you, you name it. Started commercial fishing. Uh, fished up in Alaska for a little while. And then I uh, started my sport fishing career down here and started that on the Aloha Spirit out of Channel Islands. Lucky enough, you know, to fish with Sean Stewart out of there and was kind of mentored for him for several years. And then got my captain's license and branched out on my own, started running the Island Spirit out of Ventura there for Greg Ewart. Ran that boat for several years. Um, had some really, really fun for at least for up here, some nice record breaking trips as far as yellowtail and stuff like that go. So that was super fun. I don't think, I don't think the amount of yellows we caught on the, on the sport boat that, that the two, three days there, I don't think that that still hasn't been touched up here. So um, that's still talked about up here. I know that for sure. We put on over, over 200 fish there and that's crazy for us up here, but yeah, ran sport boats. And then uh, fish down south out of San Diego for a while, running sport boats down there. I've been in it a very long time here, fishing for a living, 10 to 12 years. And uh, just my whole background, the last 10 to 12 years has been up here, minus one year in uh, San Diego and two years commercial fishing in Alaska. But besides that, it's almost every day the, uh, the weather will let us. I've been out here on the water up here in the Channel Islands area, so. And then this whole month of June, you've been pretty much out with clients on their private boats, teaching them how to do it, right? Yep. Yeah, it's been a great month. It's been a great month. We've had a good time. Like I said, with that last podcast there, it's it's blown up and booked several trips after that from the same clients. And it's it's been it's been a blessing. Been staying busy, that's for well, sure. Perfect. That's freaking spectacular, Justin. And uh my buddy Mike Lewis. Just threw us this comment. Check it out and read it right there. Or Justin, check that out. Do what? Turn your cell around and mirror him. Oh, oh it's my computer. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. So now we know. Okay. So, Sonny, you were out fishing yesterday. You caught a nice yellow for one of your one of your members, right? One of the clients. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice 
nice 38 pounder, real nice fish, real nice fish. We lost two others. We lost one, one to the sea lion, my best friend, our best friend as fishermen, the friendly, yeah. the friendly sea They're lion. Beautiful animal. And uh, another one we lost to the reef. We're fishing them shallow. Uh, we're fishing them in less than less than 30 feet of water for 30 pound plus yellowtail. So you can imagine if you don't pull, the fish goes bye bye. <laughs> All right, gang. Real quick, I want to let you know, we put the QR code up. That's going to get you that table. Gang, it's, I've already been told we already sold two seats at the table. I just got that text message. That QR code that's up there right now, you want to scan that as fast as you can with your phone and get these seats. If you want to come to Hubs Research Center on the, uh, I'm sorry, it's the date is, uh, I believe it's the third. So I bought my flight. Let me make sure before we get this going, but it's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's the third. I'm sorry to hesitate for a second. Yeah, August 3rd. It's going to be at five, five, five o'clock at the Hub Center. Grab that QR code, gang. If you want to get a table at this event, it's going to be insane. We're going to start at the Hub Center. Then we're going to go over to SeaWorld backstage. It's going to be incredible. You're going to get to have dinner with Kelly Girl and I. Grab that QR code, gang. They already sold two seats. That means there's only seven, or there's only six left. I'm not a good math person, but there's eight seats at our table. And then if we have to add another table, we'll add another table. And then I'll just jump from table to table. But uh, right now we got six seats left at our table. So don't don't hesitate. Grab that QR code. Sorry to interrupt you, Justin. But that QR code, Elliot just threw it up there, and it's a big deal. And I want to make sure everybody gets a chance to come to the come to this dinner for uh, Bill Shed. So go ahead, Justin. What have you been doing? You been fishing at all? Uh just a little bit, fishing yeah. all over the place, from Catalina all the way down south to Mexico. Yeah, nice. <clears throat> so I'll start out at the uh, at Catalina. This is the time of year that what everyone bought their boat for. It's getting wide open right now. If you want calico bass, they are wide open at almost every spot at Catalina. It's amazing. You throw a bait in They're the water, in you get it. Mode, right? Yes. And they are aggressive. Very mean fish. It's so fun. There's If you want calico, go to Catalina, pick a spot. If you have current, you will catch them. It's pretty amazing. And fin bait or squid, either one. Is there plenty of squid at Catalina? Are you seeing the squid boats over there selling bait? Is there, is there stuff? Yeah, there's, a, there? yeah there's a squid boat that's normally out in front of Avalon. Um, and also Nacho's been having squid almost every weekend now. All right, I'm going to cut you off for a second. Sonny, we had a report the other day. One of our members said that there was a boat over at Santa Cruz Island selling squid. Did you hear anything about that? negative selling it yeah no i i didn't hear yeah. anything about that. you saw that right justin it was up on the internet yeah, oh, yeah they, they were they for a couple of weeks now okay we're out at say we're out at say that's why i'm asking you you might want to make a phone call or two and find out if this is a real dope or not yeah i don't know so go ahead, justin. Been, that's weird <laughs> yeah so um so catalina's starting to uh open up there's yellowtail. If you get on the right spot on the back side, um, you'll find some yellowtail over there. There's reports on your saltwater guide where we tell you exactly where to go. And also the white sea bass. If you get the right spot with the right tide, and as I said on your saltwater guide, it'll tell you exactly if you follow that plan, your chances of getting a white sea bass is very high. Very high. Just like uh, Dave was talking about the other day of a client went over there and that 345 tide Hit it perfectly. There's almost wide open white sea bass. So it was and the best the halibut, ever seen. <clears throat> yeah, the halibut as well. You get into the shallows, the front side or back side on the beaches, you'll get some halibut on there. It's pretty nice. So, so what are your what, Sonny? What is your calendar looking like? Can people? You got a phone number or something? These people can give you a call. Get on your calendar for July before it. Because, you know, I know you have to fill in some people that didn't get to go with you in June because of the weather, but you'd probably want to get on the calendar sooner than later, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, June June is almost booked. I have maybe one or two days left in the end of June. Um, July's slowly starting to book up here. But, yeah, if you guys want to get a hold of me, give me a call. Area code 702 
612-1269. And uh, like anything up here, up in the Channel Islands, it's all weather-based. We'll get you on the calendar, at least get you on the calendar and figure out exactly when the best weather window for uh, your size vessel would be. And we'll uh, we'll go from there. But, yeah, it's it's filling quick. June June's pretty much done, and July is just, just starting to get booked here. So if you guys want to jump in on some of this fishing, definitely give me a call. I know this. This sea bass is going to bust back open anytime soon. That's for sure. Okay, so Mike Lewis is saying he saw the the boat selling the squid anchored up outside of Chinese Harbor. He needed some oil, so he brought a bucket yeah, of oil that, to him. That's interesting. I mean, I I fished Chinese a couple times last week. I didn't I didn't see anyone out there selling squid or broadcasting selling squid. Interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. So give your phone number one more time because I know a lot of people are scrambling for it and we're going to jump back over to Justin. Yeah, area code 702-612-1269. And gang, let me explain something to you. There's a lot of posers out there that are telling you they'll go with you on your boat and they'll teach you how to fish. 99.9% of them, I wouldn't want to know what they know if they were paying me to tell me what they knew. I don't want to know what they know. Listen, Justin and Sonny are coming off of my, uh, I can't even say it enough. I saw what Sonny was. I saw who he is. I saw how he hustled. I saw what he was. And Justin's been fishing with me since he was a kid. These two guys have it. Plus, they are licensed guides which is a huge thing gang it's a huge deal it's a big deal you want to go out with the posers and you want to go out there and learn nothing and not know why you caught it then you just go right ahead because there's plenty of those guys out there but if you want to go with the guys that know and go with my reputation and gang we get we get 30 like i said we get 30 million views a month right now on social media we're doing something right and i'm telling you these guys will take you and teach you the right way. Justin, let them know what's going on. Where, where, how, what's your background? Why would they want to go with you? You're not, you're just a booger eater, right? Oh yeah. I love eating boogers. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh, you want to answer that one? Yeah. The, the reason why the time difference is, is because I, if you look at me, I went fishing today and I told everybody yesterday that I was going to go fishing today with one of our members, a good guy, Bob, and his buddy were down here in Cabo. So I said, we'll do the show tonight at 6 o'clock. So that's why we're doing the show tonight at 6 o'clock. But it'll go across all social media platforms right after we're done. You'll be able to watch this, listen to it, do whatever you can. I try to go 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, but then again, I do like to fish, and it's kind of fun, and I enjoy it. So go ahead, Justin. All right, so a little bit about me. I've been in the fishing industry for a little over 30 years, and uh, I've worked with Dave. He was the captain of a boat for a couple boats I've been on. So uh, he was my boss quite a few times. And uh, from there, I've worked everywhere from Davies Locker, um, down south H&M Landing. I've worked out of there. Also worked at a Pierpoint Landing and uh, 22nd Street. And that's currently where I actually pick up customers at, 22nd Street Landing. So you got a charter boat also, so they can go with you on your charter boat or you'll come with them on their boat, right? Yes. So I'm the owner, operator, captain of Bowline Sport Fishing. You'll see it everywhere. Dave always talks about it. And uh, yeah. So my my June schedule is pretty booked up. Um, I have around five days or so in July. So if you'd like to give me a call and book up either a charter I do six pack charters, or I can come out on your boat. It's 951-703-9442. So make sure you get that phone number here. He's going to say it one more time, then we're going back to Sonny, because I want to know what he thinks, because he's been fishing that channel island for a long time, what it looks like. It's going to start to happen up there. So go ahead with your number again. Yeah, give me a call, 951-703-9442. All right. Yeah, later show today because I went out fishing today. And I and I tried to tell everybody on the show yesterday I was going fishing today. So that's why we're here. So we have plenty of testimonials. We got plenty of people posting that uh, have fished with both Sonny and Justin. Gang, they're not going to let you down. 
You're not going to get ripped off. You're, you're going to get knowledge. You're going to get good stories. The nice thing about Justin and, and Sonny is besides the fact that they're phenomenal fishermen and they're very, very good educators, they know a lot of stuff. They got a lot of stories. They've been, a, been around the block. So when the fishing's slow, like Todd Manzer and I always say, the reason why him and I have been so successful for so long is because we have a lot of really bitching stories. We can tell you why the fishing sucks. Because we cannot, no matter how good the three of us are, we cannot make the fish bite no matter what. But it's kind of cool to have someone like Sonny or Justin on your boat talking to you, explaining to you how to use your pedometer, explaining to you how to use your radar, explaining to you how to use your GPS. Now, Sonny, you're fishing up there at the Channel Islands a lot. That's your house. That's where you live. You live up there. So what is this thing starting to look like? Because this is a different animal than we've seen in the last five, six years. It's a whole different world with all that rain and how green those islands are right now. It's like the Emerald Islands, right? Yeah, yeah it does look like Jurassic Park out there for sure. <laughs> it's pretty cool. There's a lot of a lot of cool waterfalls too out there that we normally haven't had. It's been pretty cool too, keeping, keeping people busy, like you said, while fishing's been a little slow here and there. But yeah, it's... This year's been pretty special in the way that that sea bass started. It started with a huge bang. We're used to it trickling in, trickling in, trickling in, and then it gets settled in on uh, the, the biggest spot of bait usually. It gets settled in on that, and then weather and swell pushes that bait around, and the, the uh, fish kind of just follow it. But this year started with a crazy bang with that fish inside, uh, you know, inside Chinese Harbor there, and it, it was all big fish and it bit for a while, but it bit super shallow on unconventional methods that we normally don't do. Um, typically for us by now that sea bass is, has settled into a particular outer Island. What I say outer Island for us, that's, you know, Santa Rosa, San Miguel, stuff like that. Uh, mostly Santa Rosa and the West end of Santa Cruz. Um, the, the overnight boats that we have here fishing that almost every night and uh, the, re the reports from them and the stuff that we've been fishing is there is a lot of fish out there, but it's it's everywhere and it's not concentrated on on feeding specifically yet right now. You know, it'll it'll give like 30 minutes, 40 minutes if you're in the right spot. So what I expect to happen, what's happened traditionally the last five, six, seven years, eight years almost for us is that uh, Santa Rosa fish will settle in on the bait grounds. There's a lot more bait locally like Anacapa and, uh, you know, Santa Cruz than there normally is. And there's some fish over there feeding. Um, like I said, today, today I wasn't on the water, unfortunately, but word on, word on the water is it, it bit today really, really well uh, for the sea bass. Um, I was doing some boat maintenance on on another boat while I got that call, which all, which always hurts, but it's good. It's good news. It's good news. So um, what I see is that stuff settling in on that outer island and then banking on, you know, going out there and doing one anchor job and, uh, and, and loading up the boat. That's typically what happens for us mid-June all the way into early July. But right now to focus on that sea bass, it's been like, run and gun cover multiple islands and just it's been tougher for sea bass but what i see in the future happen is is that stuff's going to settle in that's it, it does it it does it every year for us this year it's going to seem like it's a little later so hopefully it'll bite a little later for us well you know what's good for the guys you've been taking and what justin and i we've talked about this for years is gang when you go with justin or you go with sunny you real and this is going to blow your mind. You really do not want the fish to be biting. You don't. Because if Sonny pulls up or Justin pulls up to that first spot, drops the anchor, and you're catching a fish every time you throw your line in the water, you're going home and you're going, oh, we caught a bunch of fish, yay. But you know what you didn't do? You didn't learn anything. You didn't learn anything. And you're bringing these guys out to learn. And I used to tell when I was doing the guide service every single day, and I did it every single day at a very high level for a very long time. And I used to tell my guys, and Casey Gold, good to see you, buddy. Yeah, I love you, man. It's been a long time. I've known you since you were very young. And me and Freddie had a great time fishing together for a long, long time. And I'm glad you're doing good, Case. 
Good to see you on the show. But what I would always try to tell people is when we get to the spot, when we get to White Rock or we get to Long Point or we get to Chinese Harbor, wherever we go, we're going to throw the pick over the side because Sonny or Justin is not going to anchor if the conditions don't look right. And we have to warn you right away, hey, the fishing's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be like something you've never seen before. Even though you've been fishing your whole life, one day a year, I'm just telling you, when we anchor, we do an anchor job like Sonny was saying, the fishing's going to be insane. And the problem is you hired us to teach you, to show you spot, 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 conditions, conditions, conditions. So you want to take advantage. Hey, Sonny's telling you they're going to start biting. Justin's telling you they're already biting. Don't wait until the fish are biting and go, oh, I want to get sunny now. You're blowing it. You, you might as well just eat a booger because you're being a booger eater. You want to go learn the island. You do not want to go when they're biting. Just like I used to tell people when the Dorado and the Yellowtail are biting. You do not want to waste me kelp patty fishing. That's a, that's a waste of my talent. Any booger eater can go find a kelp patty and catch a Dorado. Pull five feet of line out, drop your anchovy in the water and catch a Dorado. Woohoo! You didn't learn a flipping thing. You want to get to Catalina. You want to get to Channel Islands. You want to get somewhere and learn how to fish. One thing, and then we're going to Justin. Sonny, you'd mentioned San Miguel Island. Me personally, if I come with you, I have no desire to catch yellowtail. I have no desire to catch a sea bass. I want to learn your lingcod spots. I don't want oh, to fish anything else. Ling Cod in 50, 60, 80 feet of water. Oh, my God, it's San Miguel Island. I'm sorry. That's what I want to do if I'm hiring you. I want to fish San Miguel, and I want to learn Ling Cod spots, period. Oh, yeah, that's, I get it. That's that's some of the funnest fishing ever. You can, you got boiling, boiling vermilions and blue bass on the surface iron and Ling Cod chasing your swim baits in, in 30, 40 feet. <laughs> it's yeah, we can't even comprehend that in Southern California. We're all excited. We're fishing the 14-mile bank in 800 feet of water. Woo! Catching a cod, by God. No, I want to go to San Miguel, man. Right? Yeah, I've, take, I've taken some people there and told them, you want, you want some vermilions? You want some nice-sized rockfish? Tie, tie on a surface iron. <laughs> tie on a surface iron. Watch this. We'll go fish those things in, in 20 feet. It's uh, yeah, it's that Sam Miguel. Yeah, my it's my good buddy Mike Lewis, he lives up there. I guess you and him have talked a few times. He's all that's his favorite fish to catch and to eat. And yeah. you guys sit on a powder keg up there of lean cod fishing. But Justin, let's jump over to you right now. We've got big news. We were talking about it before we went live here. That bluefin's at Clemente. It's outside of Clemente, it's off the west end of Clemente. We we had one of our guides. Leo is out with Jim Buchanan. They caught a 180 pounder yesterday on the kite on a rubber fly on the California flyer. So talk about this for a few minutes. So actually, while while this show just started, I literally just got a text message. They're within 30 miles of shore right now. Literally, oh, no it's that yeah. moon. It's that it, damn it moon. Is. It works every time. Yeah, they're within 30 miles of shore right now. So that's a great thing. Oh, God, yeah. And you know where, right? I know exactly where. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? And we're going to take you on your boat and show you where, or we're going to have the information. Sonny's actually feeding us information. Justin's feeding us information. They're on the water almost every day. So when I put together the game plans, gang, over at yoursaltwaterguide.com, you actually get real honest to God what's going on on the water. It's pretty spectacular. So let's talk about that bluefin real quick. You've already had it a day where you caught bluefin for one of the members, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was really nice. It was a little tough that, which is good. We don't want to just go out there and annihilate them right away. So he got to learn what we had to do to actually look for them and find the fish. Um, what we right. had to look for, it was a pretty tough day, but yeah, we got it done. We got it done, definitely. And real quick, I see someone commented, Tim, I actually have a date scheduled with Tim to go show him how to catch yellows in uh, La Jolla. Yeah, be that'll fun. be fun. Yep, there yeah. he's talking about it right there. Yeah. That'll be fun just to go and learn. Like I said all the time, Tim, it's just cool to learn. And then you take what Justin or you take what Sonny teaches you, and then you go out. And if you're throwing all your eggs in the basket and going, well, I hired – 
Sonny and I went out and we didn't catch any sea bass. Good. That's that's, that's what you don't. You are yeah. stoked now because Sonny's got to go show you 15 different spots and he's got to go <laughs> show you what he's looking for. And you're like, this is what I want. I don't want the fish to be biting, man. I want to learn what Sonny knows. I want to learn what Justin knows. I, and like when you were out there the other day fishing bluefin, Justin, you've summed it up bitching and, and you were on the Zoom meeting with me. Tell us how you found that bluefin gang. This will blow your mind. Sonny and I, we understand it. But those of you that are just trying to figure this puzzle out, watch this. Listen to this. So we went out. We were out all day long. When when we come out with you, when we, whenever we go out on your boat, Sonny or I, we come out all day long. So um, we were out there looking. We found a couple of kelp patties, um, got some yellowtail on. Those are really easy to get. Finding the bluefin that day was not very easy. So what we did is we drove around to different spots where I knew that there were bluefin caught. Um, looked around, nothing was there. Um, didn't see any signs. You got to look for signs, and birds are signs. Anything that's not water is a sign. You got to look for signs. So we didn't see any sign at all. There's no sign out there. There's a lot of the mola mola eating those cell jellies, and. Uh, we got out of the area, went to our last zone that we were going to go hit. And with my binos, I looked out to the, the starboard, the right side. And uh, out in distance, about a half a mile or so, quarter to a half a mile, I seen one single turn bird. He was flying, kind of acting weird instead of just flying away. I kept an eye on him, and then he dipped down. He dipped down to the water, came back up, and kind of fluttered in one spot. I knew immediately there was something going on right there because they don't do it for no reason. There's... Right. They just don't do it for no reason. They don't, oh, yeah, let's just fly down to the water and come back up. So I kept an eye on him, and I told the the driver of the boat, I said, let's go over there. Let's go that way. And uh, we drove that way. I kept an eye on the bird, and I seen it dip down again and flutter. And I was like, all right. So it was heading to the left, and we threw the Mad Max out, or we threw one Mad Max out. Actually, the one I have right behind me, that exact that one is the one that caught it. Um. We went to the left, but I noticed a bird was going to the left, and I didn't want to wake the fish out because I knew they were really, really sketchy that day. They didn't want any boats near them. So I went to the backside of them, away, wrapped around to the left. I cut hard, and I pulled that Mad Mac directly underneath that bird, and it was game on instantly. Instant hookup. Was One crazy. bird. One, one bird. bird in the middle of the ocean. One bird in the whole ocean is what saved the day. And that's what I tell you, gang, every day on my show, every single day, I tell you, every single thing matters. And there you yeah. go. Justin just happened to be paying attention like he does all day and like Sonny does. And they just see that one little thing that isn't water and it changed that person's day. But like yeah. Justin said, the best part was, he got to go out there and learn. How rad is that? Yeah. Because I can't uh, emphasize enough how important it is to understand that your day with one of these guides is your day to learn all about all. What I used to tell everybody is get a yellow pad and while you're getting ready for Justin or getting ready for uh, Sonny to come with you, you're going to forget a lot of questions that you have that you want confidence in what you're looking at, your pedometer, your radar, your the island, the current conditions. What in the hell are we looking for? Write all this stuff down. Don't hesitate to write stuff down. Justin, if somebody asks you a question, it's not a dumb question. They can't no. possibly know what we know. Not that right. we're the greatest fishermen in the world, but we know some stuff, dude. This is what we do for a living. We're out there every day. But all we want to do is help you to be better at fishing. Yeah, we want to eat. We want to feed our family, but we want to teach you. We want to yeah. teach, gang. So if you're getting ready to think about, oh, I, I want to go out there. Think about how much fuel costs right now. Think about how much your time is worth and everything else. Do you want to go out there like these superstars of fishing that have been doing this for an hour and they got an Instagram page and they're telling you, oh, don't hire Dave or any of his guys. Go figure it out like I had to on your own. Well, the guy's lying. He didn't figure shit out on it. Sorry. All the kids get free stuff. 
He didn't figure anything out on his own. He had someone teach him just like I did, just like Sonny did, just like Justin did. We didn't learn. We didn't figure it out on our own. We had mentors that taught us. And yeah, we might have taken some of the stuff they taught us and moved it up a little bit higher up the ladder. But man, if you're going out there on your own private boat and you're going to figure this out on your own, what would you say, Sonny? Good luck. Bring your wallet. You're going to spend a lot of money in fuel. Exactly. A lot of money on fuel. And a lot of time. Especially up here, you're gonna you're gonna get your boat and your body tore up. <laughs> and what do other boats think when you come pulling up next to them? What's the first thing you when you're running sport boats, Justin? When you're running your charter boat, what's the first thing we think of when someone pulls up to watch us fish? They're fishing. We're for yeah, they're not. Yeah, pissed. They're yeah, not. They're not fishing. <laughs> They're not fishing. They're, they're looking. They're fishing for boats, but we are pissed because we've done all our homework. We have a plan. We put together a great idea. And then we have people that are paying us money to know what we know. And then here you come chewing on your boogers, pulling right up to the back of our boat because we're bit and you want to fish on top of us. Gang, don't be that booger eater. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I, see, I, can, I, see, I see so many people pulling up to the spot where where I'm at and just, they're not even fishing half the time. They're just there 20 feet from you still in their binoculars, just staring at you. It's, <laughs> if, it's like, at least if you're going to do it, catch something. Don't just sit there and stare at me in your binoculars. But yeah, it's, you know, it's like anything we, Justin, I did, we all work hard at our spots. We've all been shown stuff along the ways too. But like Dave said, we've tweaked, we've tweaked what we've been shown in, into our own craft. And yeah, for, for guys to pull up and, and do it that way, it's just it's not that's not fishing. You're not you're not you're not fishing. If you want to learn and you want to do it, hire Justin, hire 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 me, hire you know hire a guide, a professional guide, and we'll teach you the right way. You don't have to you don't have to go there and uh, Google us with the with the binoculars. That's for sure. <laughs> it's not going to help you. And I got a, a story. Oh, I go got ahead. a story from last weekend. Well, real quick, I'm gonna give out some uh, really good info. If you want to go target those bluefin, I'll give you a little hint on something. The rest you can find on your saltwater guide. That works. Just like that. that That's a Mad Mac. It's a 200 orange Mac. 200 orange Mac. If you go on your saltwater guide, become a member, you can see. We're doing 14. 14 miles 14 an hour. Yeah. But you don't get to know how far back we put it because you didn't, no. you're not a member. Go on there, you'll find out with that <laughs> right there. That's the setup. That's what I used last year. This setup exactly is how I lost no fish last year. So you'll see this one if you see it closely. It's all chewed up, bit up. Don't drop it on your deck. Otherwise, what will happen is, is they'll crack. So there you go. Um, so talking about what we were just talking about. We were, I was on a boat this week, this last weekend, um, guiding someone at Catalina. And we pulled up to one of the spots um, that Dave always talks about that does pretty well at Catalina. And there was a boat already there. So as we pull up, I, I hate fishing near boats. So I looked, you know, we came by and I looked and I noticed that nobody was catching anything. Nobody on that boat was catching anything. I was like, this is not normal. That, they're not set up. So I looked over there and I noticed that the current was going the wrong way of which the boat was set up. So there was room for me to squeeze in over there. So I told the guy at the boat, I said, let's go over there and we're going to pull in on this side and we're going to do this. We anchored. You have to anchor just like Dave talks about. We anchored. We set up on the spot. I didn't even throw any chum out and we were instantly hooked up. The other boat that was over there was like, what the heck are they doing? Like, what are they doing? First bait in, hooked up. Second bait in, hooked up. Couple baits later, hooked up. And they kept staring at us, and eventually they just left. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> we'll go right back to what Sonny was saying. He talked about it before. Justin just talked about anchor job. When we put the anchor down, gang, we have an idea of which way the back of the boat is going to be pointed. Before we kick that anchor over the side, we have an idea. When the anchor hits the bottom and the boat goes tight on it, 
there's a higher power that has a way better idea how the boat's going to lay in. Hey, we could be pointed the wrong direction. Then the first thing we're not Justin, myself or Sonny, we don't waste 10 seconds. If the boat's pointed the wrong way and the current's not going the way we thought it's going, we're out. Pulling the anchor, we're moving to the other side of that kelp bed or we're moving to the other side of that rock or we're moving to the other side of the island. I see way too many people, like Justin was saying, waste way too much valuable time waiting for something to happen that isn't going to happen because the conditions are totally wrong. And these are the things you're going to learn when you go with Sonny or Justin. You go out on their boat with them like Justin was just saying. He was with this guy and the guy couldn't even believe it. And you guys called me while you're out there and he was out of his mind because he's like, every bait we're getting a bite and the boat fishing next to us is catching nothing because they're in the left field. Right, Sonny? You're in left field. You're in left field. Yep. There's no, way to, there's no way to fix it. Like you said, pick, pick up the hook, look for a different condition or, you know. Go to the other side of the island, the other side of the rock. But yeah, a lot of people just will sit there with slack conditions and wait it out. Go, go make something happen. Because they caught fish at that spot four years ago when they were there, so they know they're going to catch fish again there today. How well, yeah, many times? The, how many times have you been? Water's still just as wet as when they fished it a couple years ago, so it should be a good fishing spot. But how many times you've been on the? Sport boat, you've been running, you're all fired up. You got your buddies, three or four of them. You caught the sea bass there the day before you get there. You drop the pick in exactly the same spot, and you're like, oh, Christ. All the lines are running off the bow, and you're like, oh, you know, instantly. God. Yeah, you know, instantly. Sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry. I'm sorry I told you. It was good. <laughs> and it but happens every flipping day. There's nothing as consistent as everything's going to be different. That's the most yeah, consistent sure. thing. Every day is totally different. But if you're going out there, Justin, trying to figure this thing out on your own, you're going to be catching nothing. And you're going to, like Sonny said, you're going to be pulling your credit card out a lot, filling up with fuel. And especially since uh, Catalina, the conditions have been so weird. I uh, I got on a live live chat with you. Remember, Dave, last weekend? And I showed you. It was so There was down here, or uphill current, and the boat was going west. I have no clue what was going on. <laughs> the strangest thing ever. And the anchor line, so the boat was facing, this is the bow, the stern. The anchor line was facing this way. And the current was going this way. And I have no clue what was going on. Strange. And the fishing lines were going towards the bow. That's the giant wow. mess. But we see it yeah. all the freaking time. And that's when we just throw in the towel and we go, we got to move. We got to go somewhere where it's going to work uphill or downhill. Gang, one more time, because we've been here for an hour. We're going to wrap this up. Sonny's got his kids. Justin's got his kids. Let's get those phone numbers back out there one more time. Gang, get your pens ready. Get your get your info ready to grab this. Justin's got a website and a phone number for you. So go ahead, Justin. You go first, and then we'll finish off with Sonny, and we'll all get out of here and go have dinner. It's a bowlinesportfishing.com. You can also call me um, 951-703-9442. And uh, someone asked, what's the typical tips these guys get? Hundreds and hundreds. And hundreds. And hundreds. (laughs) We like tips. People used to always ask me, what's a good tip, Sonny? And I would say a thousand bucks would be rad. I would talk about you forever. (laughs) I will never, ever stop talking about you. If you're asking, that's my number. (laughs) Oh, come on, man. Be serious. I'm like, I am as serious as I can be. How much money do you want? I want as much as I need a forklift to get it off the boat when we get in. Right, right. But let's let's be fun. let's stop being funny. Let's be honest, Sonny. What's your number? Yeah, give me a call if you want to come fishing. My number is area code seven zero two six one two one two six nine seven zero two six one two one two six nine. Yeah, now gang, remember when you'd go? I, I, you know what? There's this other guy that's charging like twelve bucks. I want to go with him. <laughs> Just when he gets on the boat, ask him, can I see your guide license? I'll guarantee you don't got one. If these guys are going out with you for a couple bucks 
they don't got their guide license and you don't want to know what they know. That's it. Justin, Sonny, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to be with us on this podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't thank you enough. We'll touch base with these guys again in July. They're going to get booked up solid here. Don't hesitate calling them. Even call them and talk to them and ask them some questions about the island or what you want to know. These guys are totally approachable. They're going to answer the phone. They're going to talk to you. You don't have to hire them. They're going to let you know what's going on. You can shoot the poop with them and then find out if these are the guys you actually really want to have on your boat. Just because you called them doesn't mean you have to hire them. You can talk to them and find out. And then, gang, don't forget, up in the right-hand corner, right by Justin's face, is that QR code for this for the Anthony Shea Conservation Award going to be given to Bill Shedd. It's going to be incredible. We're going to be at SeaWorld. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be at the Hubs Research Center. Kelly Girl and I are going to have our own table at the show. You get to set with us. I know that's not a big deal, but some people might like to have dinner with us. And I'll even tell the Grunion story if you want at the dinner table. We'll have the whole table rolling. Everyone at the show, everyone at the uh, awards will go, what in the hell are they all laughing about? But uh, I will see you all tomorrow, 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. We'll be live. With Kelly Girl, Justin, Sonny, thank you very much. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.